And it was in that moment that I thought to myself, I can turn this into my greatest wound or I can use this as a point of wisdom to really empower myself to step into the full vision that I had for my life. Welcome to Quantum Copy Cafe. I'm Lara, your storyteller and guide. I'm here to give you the practical marketing and copywriting tools that you need to build a radiant business that serves the world with grace and love. It's time to unveil the organic opulence that lies at the heart of your authentic story. This is a space of transformation and iridescence where you are called to remember your true self, true worth, and true capabilities. This is it, the business podcast for the holistic entrepreneur. This episode has taken me the longest time to record and to share. And there's many reasons for that. I think in my head, I've been going backwards and forwards as to what to share, what to keep private and personal, and you know what to dive into and what to leave out. But after sharing my rebrand from Get Crystal Clear to Meraki Messaging, and then my journey from Kerry to announcing my name as Lyra, I've had a lot of people reach out and really share that it how it is empowering them to own their story and to own their history and to own their wounding and their trauma and use it as the stepping stones towards healing and empowerment and greater success. So as a point of inspiration, I'm going to be sharing my journey as to where I was a couple of years ago, where I am now, how this journey has unfolded. Um, there has been so much that has moved through me and so much that I've moved through from divorce to childbirth to moving countries. So it, it's just been a lot. So I'm going to move through it piece by piece. And just to be sensitive to everyone that is involved, I'm going to leave out names and just touch on certain areas. I'm not going to be diving into a lot of the detail. So to start with, um, I've always been a bit of a, a gypsy at heart and jumping from one thing to the other and really exploring different areas of life. And I think at my core, I'm just, I've always been an investigator and it's something that I love doing. I love diving into different areas, right? So even when I was applying for university, I had an application for visual arts at one university and an application for journalism at another and an application for sports science at another. And it just, there were always so many things that I wanted to explore and really dive into. But writing and, um, you know, really using words to take someone on a journey, it has always been with me. It is such a deep calling. It's something that I've done since I was nine years old. So I decided to study journalism and then to enhance my studies with um, doing my honors in English. But on the sideline, I was always doing other things, right? So on weekends, I was enrolled at a performance campus and I was doing like a vocal training and I would perform at shows on weekends and just loved to sing. Um, I was doing gardening. I then got into studying at nutrition and did a course on nutrition and health and wellness, which then led me to metaphysics, my other deep, deep, deep love. And I started my doctorate in metaphysics and dived into the world of energy healing. So I was working as a crystal healer at the time. I was doing Reiki. I was really so intrigued by what lay beyond the veil. And this led me to 
my journey in cellular detoxification, right? Because everything is connected. So what happens on the energetic plane and within the fields anchors itself deep within the body. So I went into understanding metaphysics, understanding thoughts, emotions, um, you know, spirits, how everything manifests itself within the body and how to really read the body for the wisdom that it entails, right? So our lungs, for instance, will hold a lot of our grief and our kidneys will hold our fear and our liver will hold our anger. And understanding the symptoms of the body can really help you to understand what's going on in the thought realm and in the emotional realm. And this is what led me to my plant medicine journey. And it was about eight years ago, I was working and holding space as a, in plant medicine ceremonies and holding space for groups of up to 12 people under the stars in the most remote, beautiful spaces in the world. And it was something that really lit up my heart and I was very heavily um, invested in this work and spent a lot of time with my soul family, you know, exploring consciousness, exploring my own consciousness, sharing. And I did this a lot with my ex-husband. Um, we were together for about 10 years and just really exploring and softening into the magic of the world and the magic of Gaia and We'd been on this journey together for a very long time, exploring music, exploring art, exploring consciousness. It was a very, very intimate process of self-realization and self-understanding. And then all of that changed one day when I was very open, very, very vulnerable, and he came out with the words, I am gay. And this, the feeling that I had in that moment, I, I cannot even explain, um, what came up. I think there was a lot of shock there. The process that followed after that was even more severe. So he wasn't ready for anyone to know, for anyone to, you know, really embrace this new this new way of being that he had stepped into and so he asked me not to share with anyone and so I kept this knowledge within my body for nine months knowing that I was losing my husband I was losing my home I was losing the life that we'd built together the dreams that we had for our family everything was falling apart but I couldn't share it with anyone right so nine months of holding this within my body, my nervous system froze because I couldn't fight. I couldn't flee. I just had to wait. I was in that process of waiting. And for nine months, it felt like I was pregnant with this news, but I didn't know what to do with it. And so I had a lot of support in the sense of I was going for craniosacral therapy once a week, just to make sure that my vagus nerve, all of the nerves in my body were just in that state of being as relaxed as possible, um, that my digestion was working because obviously with the emotions and everything freezing, there was no mode for this energy to flow, right? So my whole body shut down. I got blisters on my heart because my heart was just aching so, so deeply and there was no way for me to process this information. I really felt like I was just isolated on this island, on this island of severe 
heartbreak. And so eventually I got the courage within me and I sat him down and I, I actually took him to supper and I said to him, if this is what you are needing to step into and wanting to step into, I will stand by you, but we're going to tell your family today. Right. So we went over, we shared the news and that was another blow, right? Because the first feedback we had was, oh, I've always wanted a gay son. And after being a part of the family for so long, it just felt like everything apart inside of me was just shattering. And it was a very long process of dealing with this news and stepping out of and untangling everything, you know. Um, our, we'd bought a, a, an, um, like a family estate where we had a log home on a big piece of property that was owned by um, other members of the family. So unraveling that whole situation was very, very complicated and it just took a very long time. Right, so this was the first wound, the massive wound that impacted my being. And in that moment, I realized that I could allow this to wound me and I could allow this memory to really drag me down and chain me down or I can use it as a point of wisdom. And that was when I realized in those moments that you can never be attached to anything in life, right? Life would change in an absolute instant and you would not see it coming, right? I never saw any of this coming. I never thought it was even a remote possibility, right? But anything can change. The second thing that it taught me is that being empowered and being within your own flow, whatever that looks like for you, is one of the greatest gifts you could ever give yourself. So, for instance, when everything came shattering down around me, I was feeling very emotional, um, emotionally disheartened, emotionally drained, but also financially drained. I was in a job where I wasn't earning enough to be able to go get my own space and, you know, buy my own car that was reliable. Like, and the, it just felt like there was no way to turn. And that was when it made like, kind of like, just sparked and I realized I wanted to own my own business. I wanted to feel financially secure. I wanted to feel like I've got me and I can make this happen. And I'd always been really good at manifesting, really good with finances, but it was time for this to really become the solid reality that I leaned on. So a couple of, I can't even remember timelines now. It's it's all become a little bit of a blur, but after that, I met my husband who I'm married to now, and he is just the most incredible man who really, really empowered me and inspired me to, you know, start my own business. Before I met him, business was always an elusive thing to me. It was, it seemed very technical, it seemed very logical, and it wasn't something that I ever really thought it was possible for me because it, it just seemed like one of those things like you need to have a degree to own a business right and he'd owned a couple of um you know businesses in his time and he 
really inspired me to just try it out and see how it went. And I started off, I mean, I'd always been freelancing. I'd always been doing marketing, copywriting, you know, writing for magazines and just working maybe sometimes numerous jobs. So it, it wasn't a far stretch to step into something. It was just believing in myself enough to like do it properly this time. So we ended up moving to Bali. I decided I'm going to register a business and I'm going to give it a go, right? And it just, everything started to flow and to happen naturally. It felt like this was something that I was absolutely born to do. I started serving clients from all around the world, um, you know, creating website copy that really, really helped to enhance their business and tell a deeper story than just the product or the services that they were offering. And it brought such depth to their business and to their brand that a lot of them started coming back as repeat customers. And before I knew it, I had customers in Canada, I had customers in Australia, Bali, Mexico, the UK, Portugal, South Africa. It was spread everywhere and it just showed me that you know when you really stand by yourself and your skills and you start to really you know you 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 don't allow anything to chain you down or obstruct you or hold you back you become this empty vessel where life can just flow through you and I was you know, I'd been born in South Africa, but I never felt like I wanted to only serve people in the South African market because I felt like I was a citizen of the world, you know. So, and there were such beautiful people in these spaces around the world that I was meeting, um, specifically in Bali. And I wanted to be of service to them. And it brought back this lesson of you don't have to know everything. You you can study, you can do, you know, take your courses build your skill set, build your experience, work on your expertise, make sure that you have something of real value that can give them the actual tangible results they are looking for. And the universe will do the rest. The universe will bring the right people into your space that will connect you with the right people. And it'll just fill your cup and fill your business in ways that you have never, never imagined. So owning a business was my first point of self-empowerment. But it was also a willingness to really look at all these life events. So whenever something came up for me, right, so a big one for me would be an abandonment wound. Whenever I felt like I was being left or abandoned, even if I wasn't, it would trigger because it would bring back that knowledge of just out of the blue being left and in a way that wasn't in my control, right? So... I knew that that was something that I wanted to dive in deeper and just really allow the space within my body for that emptying out, for that process where that experience could just find refuge, just settle, be integrated and not become that continuous block that stopped me from achieving the things that I wanted to achieve. And this is what brought me full circle into my detoxification and cellular rejuvenation Um, practice that I did years and years ago and I went on a one-week cleanse to um to the forest down in the garden roots and embarked on this beautiful beautiful journey where I just let go and emptied out and just 
softened into everything that wanted to come up. And it was a big process. Some of that wounding was holding on. It was locked in so tight and so deep that it took a couple of days for anything to even start to release. But eventually it did. And as I began to shift all these layers and just let everything go, I could feel all of these repressed aspects of my being coming back. Right. And it almost felt like an old movie, you know, it like, it kind of like flickers through very, very quickly. But I saw all of these facets like flickering back into my body very, very quickly. And I realized that when we don't deal with our emotional wounding or our trauma, it becomes a blockage. So we might have this dream or this visualization where we want to own a business that we can present on a global basis and it's going to be a six-figure business and it's going to allow us the freedom to travel and work remotely and really explore the world around us while building a community. But if there is deep wounding within our bodies that we haven't dealt with, that wounding sometimes keeps us small, right? Because it makes us feel like if we step into this new way of vision, it might be scary or it might feel intimidating or we might feel alone or isolated. So it's really addressing all of those wounds and how they affect our manifestation process. And it's a very intimate and it's a deep process where I found going away for a cleanse or a retreat or process of detoxification, awakening, activation, where you just feel held by someone who knows what they're doing and you can just, all you need to do is just be there and soften into yourself, right? And that process of emptying out allows you to hold space for more of yourself. So this is why when I have clients that are coming and they're saying that they're just feeling stuck within their business. Yes, we need to, you know, pop the hood, take a look, see what's working, what's not working. We need to look at strategy. We need to look at messaging. We need to look at your actual offers and do some market research into who your community is and how to actually serve them. That's one part of it. But there's also this human aspect the human aspect of taking care of your internal world so that your external world can really thrive. And a part of that is the process of detoxification. It's the process of cellular regeneration. You know, it's that process of emptying out and turning those wounds, whatever wounds you may be carrying, into a source of wisdom and into a source of empowerment. And turning that into a process where you realize that if you've been through something traumatic, you can move through anything, right? So following the the divorce that I went through, I also had a very traumatic birth where I had this vision in my mind of how things were going to be. I was going to be lying in a bath, having a water birth with candles and crystals and, you know, chanting. It was one of those visions. And instead, it was nothing like that. I was lying on a table with a mask over my face, being cut open, no skin to skin. I basically saw my daughter and she was gone. My husband couldn't be with me. And having that contrast, once again, just pushed home that realization that nothing is ever in our control. You know, we can have the 
biggest dream, the biggest desire, the biggest longing for how we want something to occur. And it might occur in that way, but it also might not. So it's really about what do we do with that information. And the name Kerry, when you look at numerology, it comes down to the number five. And number five is all about change, transformation. It's about going through these changes and internalizing it and moving on to the next change. And when I was on my last retreat, I asked myself and I asked the medicine and I asked all these different layers of what was coming up, what my name actually was. And I got the name Lyra Shavira Jade. And when I got back and I did the numerology for the number, Lyra is number 22 which is the cosmic boulder. And that is what I've stepped into and what I am doing is I'm helping my clients to build businesses that are in alignment with their soul's calling, right? So not just to have a watered down business of what someone else is doing or to create a business that they think that they want, but to create something that is an actual alignment with their energetic blueprint, with their deep, deep, deep longings of what they are called to bring to the world and with the essence that is them, right? And it comes to really owning that unique essence and that unique way of being because everyone is so different and the way that you are called to show up and, you know, run your business and market your business and sell your offer and connect with people, it is so unique to you. There is no cookie cutter formula for that. And I really felt so, so called to merge everything that my gypsy soul had learned over the last while. So it is, it's bringing into account metaphysics. We're looking at the energetics of your blueprint, your brand's blueprint, how it comes together. It's bringing in the copywriting, the marketing, the journalism, the writing, and and how to actually create a brand and to sell something using the potency of strategic storytelling. But it's also bringing into account cellular rejuvenation, you know, and you as a conscious being that has your story encoded within yourselves, you carry your story within you and your story will change as you change, right? So for instance, the journey from Kerry to Lyra, who I am now and who I was five years ago, six years ago, 10 years ago, it's very different. And by shaking everything off and allowing everything to settle, I saw that I'm really not the same person. My business wasn't the same. Like Just like I shared in the last episode, Get Crystal Clear could not carry the energy and the essence and that vitality and that rejuvenation that Meraki Messaging wanted to bring to the world. And I felt the same within me and my own name. And I love, I absolutely love my name, Kerry. It has always been with me. It will always be with me. It is a sacred, sacred part of my being. But this is where I am now. So the name Jade was actually the name my mom wanted to give me when I was in the womb. The name Shavira is a name that I was given six years ago, which is the name of my spirit animal, that this powerful snow leopard that has always been with me since birth. 
And the name Lara is my soul name. And that is encompassing that energy and the gifts that I'm here to bring to the world. So for those of you that are on the cusp of a transformation and you're not sure how to go about it, what to do, whether to rebrand, whether to rename, whether to step into something else or let go of, you know, everything you've been. I want to just have a gentle reminder for you that oftentimes it's not about letting go of anything or about shedding anything or having to, you know, feeling like, oh, I was small and now I need to play bigger. Or It's not about that. It's about integrating and finding space for everything. So, for instance, I feel like that part of my life that I've spoken about over the last couple of minutes, I feel like I've integrated and it's found a space within me where it is just allowed to be. The name Kerry, I haven't let it go. It's in me. It's integrated. It's always going to be a part of me. But the phase of my life that I'm in now, that is the phase of Lyra. That is the activation and the igniting of something new and something different and something that I'm still very excited to see, you know, what comes about it. Because I feel like I've only just stepped into this new way of being and exploring the world. And I feel like I've opened my eyes again, once again, and had a rebirth that is just so potent and so powerful that I just felt really, really cool to speak to this. So if you are in this phase, if you are feeling lost and not too sure about how to go about this, I would like to encourage you to please drop me a message, send us an email. You're not alone in this. And I know so many of you are, you know, feeling on the edge of just wanting to step into something new and you may not even know what that looks like yet and that's okay so please reach out and please let me know what you think about this episode I'm always open to hearing your thoughts hearing what you want to hear about and we are all on this journey together and yeah paving the way forward for a beautiful pristine pristine earth pristine humanity I love you and I'll see you next week